Let's get ready to rumble. All right, welcome back to another episode of First Reaction, Fan Reaction. I am your host, Kaylin Clothier, and with me is my co-host. I'm Dara Whitman. <laughs> Dara's finishing her snack again. Um, no, 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 that was just me being cute. Aw, uh, well, all right. So we are finishing up The Legend of Korra book one. Yeah, because unlike Firefly, this show got another season. Yeah, the show has four seasons in total. It's very exciting. So we, I'm very we're excited. done one of four, so we got three more left. Nice. I, That's my math. I, for one, am very excited. All right, so these are episode 11 and 12, Skeletons in the Closet, followed by Endgame. Let's start off with some skeletons in the closet, There were we? some skeletons in there the closet. There were some some large skeletons in yep. some people's closets. Yep. So where we start off is where we ended on the last episode, sort of. The Equalists have taken control of Republic City. They're kind of in the running right now. They put a mask on Aang's statue. Yeah, they have a big Amon mask on a statue. What's the deal with that? And they're like, that's a little on the nose, buddy. Quite literally. On well, they need it to, like, the nose. Get rid of the statue. Yeah, so instead of toppling over, they just they just put a mask on. Well, because in case, you know, we still want the statue there. <laughs> it's a nice statue. We'll worry about it later. Anyway, so, uh, so we get, like, a little narration by Hiroshi Sato. He is... Uh, saying that the tyrannical bending government has been overthrown uh, and the Avatar is on the run and he's saying all these things. He's, you know, spouting the regular equalist kind of uh, their spiel. Their spiel. Their spiel. So, and then we see uh, a couple of equalists, maybe. They kind of leave and then we find out it's actually uh, Korra and Mako who are doing some reconnaissance. Yep. And Korra's like... Let me at him. I'm gonna punch him. Mako's like, don't, don't punch him yet. We need a plan. Okay. But you know, Mako finally said something right. Yeah. Good, good job. Good mm-hmm. job, Mako. And so, um, they're waiting for General Iroh to arrive. Mm-hmm. So currently, they're kind of hiding out with some hobos mm-hmm. in in the the underbelly of uh, Republic City. And they're act the actual equalists because they got benders and non-benders, and everybody just gets along. Everybody gets along because they don't have any other choice because. None of them have money or homes. Exactly. So it's one big homeless paradise. Mm-hmm. And we get to see the uh, the homeless guy from the first episode. He comes back. Yay. Sparkly bush man. The guy mm-hmm. lives in a bush, but now he's living underground. He's a very nice, nice fella. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and so they're eating some some street, street grub. And then we have like a scene like later that night where like Cora's just sitting there and she's resting against Nog and the Mako comes up and he's like, I can't sleep either. And then we're just sitting there like, uh. <laughs> Like, forget it. And she's like, I can't believe only a few months ago I was at the South Pole, but now I'm here and there's like a war. I going. didn't mind like her talk. I didn't yeah, mind the talking. Fine. And like, honestly, if they showed this scene, like maybe like, and they didn't do all the other stuff with uh, Mako, him being all like, like way too like worried and like clearly in love with mm-hmm. Kokora. Yeah. And this is kind of like, oh, we just go with Asami. And then like they had this like the big thing going on and they had a discussion and it was kind of like building up a bit. Mm-hmm. I would have been okay. Yeah. With everything. Yeah. And so, yeah, they kind of have that thing. And, like, Mako totally goes in for it. He like, does. Him. He gets kind of, like, leaning in. And she was like, all right, it's time to go to bed now. Bye. <laughs> he might also kind of be thinking that, like, maybe, like, him and Asami are done with. I was like, I'm just going to go for court now. Yeah, they didn't really have, like, a... They didn't really have, like, a final... I feel... It's, like, it's like implied listen, to be over now. Well, listen, we're done with this season, so we're just going to conclude that this romance thing was not very well planned out. <laughs> let's, 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 let's talk about and that look, like, I here. mean, like, look, like, it's done. It's probably, like, we're not really going to deal with it much next season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. I love, like, people who are, like, listening to me who are, like, listening to Corbett saying, like, oh, honey. <laughs> I know a little bit. I know. I, like, you told me. Okay, we'll get to it. Yeah. Well, well yeah. Well, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Um, so, yeah. And so, then meanwhile, we see Amon. He's taking away people's bending, like, a crap ton of people um, at the Air Temple. It's, and, like, kind of like like a, like a, like a, the, it reminded me of, like, that third Pirates movie, like, at the beginning, where, like, they're just hanging a bunch oh, of people. Oh, yeah. I like that comparison. That's a really good comparison. Yeah, it's like that. Except, you know, nobody's dying. Nobody's dying. So, it's the next day, and the... the the United Forces ships are finally coming in, mm-hmm. and they're like, this is awesome, except, like, there's no resistance here to, like, beat them up, and they're kind of like, that's a little weird. Yeah, oh, because they knew that they were coming. Yeah, they knew that they were coming. It was pretty obvious. So, like, like why? They're no... So, um, so, but then, just seconds later, we hear some, there's some, uh, mines in the water. Mm-hmm. 
that start detonating and things are blowing up everywhere. And then we got planes. We've never seen planes before. This is the first time in the whole Avatar series we've seen a plane. Which is weird because there's like blimps. Yeah, we got like zeppelins and stuff. Yeah. We got big old balloons, but we never really seen a biplane before. Weren't planes invented before blimps though? Uh, um, I don't actually know. Okay. I don't really know. I don't really, I mean, I don't really care. I'm just wondering. <laughs> this is the Avatar universe, so things happen very strangely. Yeah. Anyway, so the plane's coming and things there. We got a whole attack scene and like things are blowing up and uh, we have our good man, uh, General Iroh. Iro two. Iro two. Yes. Iro two, electric boogaloo. He's uh trying to fight things off and he's being the commander and he's doing all this kind yeah. of stuff. And Cora's like in the water. Just Yeah, and Cora goes and she tries to to help and so she's like deflecting all these like torpedoes yeah. and stuff. Um so eventually Iro ends up in the water, Cora saves him and she takes him back to uh the weird hobo mm-hmm. underground hideout. And so while they're there, they send a uh, message to uh, Boomy, mm-hmm. who is, we finally get to see another, well, not, we don't see him yet, but we get word of another child of Aang Katara, which is very exciting. Yeah. And like, it's kind of, cause I remember like reading that like, he is like the one who's a non-bender. Yeah. Yes. And it's kind of like, no, I'm still going to work with these guys because probably my great parents, Aang and Katara, <laughs> put in me that just because I do not have this power does not mean I am not worth anything. Yes, exactly. Boomy's a great character. I'm so excited to see more of him um, in later seasons. I feel like him and Hensley get along great. <laughs> they seem like very similar people. I'm sure they get along just fine. <laughs> so they send a wire to him. They're like, yo, bro, we need some help. Um, and so they kind of start making plans. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they want to take care of these planes. Mm-hmm. They're like, yo, these planes, they're too much. We got to mm-hmm. take care of them. So they find a spot in the mountains um, mm-hmm. where all the planes are probably located. Mm-hmm. And so Iroh, Bolin, Asami, Mako, and Korra are probably are going to originally all going to go over there and yeah. beat some planes. But Korra's like, nah, I ain't going to beat up some planes. I'm going to go find Amon because I've been sitting in the shadows too long. And I was like, that's a terrible idea. Why would you do that? That doesn't make sense. We need to stick together. And Which, I mean, yes, but... Yeah, she's also the Avatar. Yeah. She's got to do her Avatar thing. That's true. Um, and then Mako's like, you won't be going alone because... I'll go with you. Yes, he can't do the hair flip. He can't do the hair. Which oh, I can't like, do a hair flip either. Like uh, from like what the way like the the last episodes like progress. Like I get why you needed a second person there because block because yeah. plot convenience. True, but like I there's, there's power in numbers. I get, um like stupid Mako. So so they decide they go off and before they leave they have a nice moment of saying goodbye. Bolin's like peace, bro. Bye, Cora. And Mako apologizes to Asami. I don't know if he apologized for the right. He just said, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's so true. Like, they, yeah, uh, Mako and Asami have, like, a moment where, like, they're talking and stuff. And, like, he apologizes for, like, things getting crazy. But he doesn't really apologize for being, like, hey, like, sorry. A self-centered asshole. Yeah, basically. that. And also, like, hey, like, sorry if I didn't tell you that I kissed Cora when we like just, or like Cora kissed me when we just started dating yeah and that like maybe if I do have feelings for her maybe I I don't know like I think like I'm starting to think this now which makes me like feel like a bit more sympathetic towards him yeah I don't think he kind of like or like because I don't think he realized I I feel like he just doesn't realize what he's doing and like no. I feel like he doesn't realize like his feelings and mm-hmm. he just kind of is like doing he's a person just like I'm gonna do it and I'm not gonna think about it mm-hmm. so like I get and like I do that like I get it yeah but like in a show, it doesn't excuse somebody one hundred percent. No, 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 it doesn't excuse him. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying it's an excuse. It's more just like a, a, a empathizing thing, right? So like I get it. I don't. But and like I hope that like as the series goes on, maybe he like learns like, well, I'm a selfish asshole. Yeah. I don't know if he does. All right. Who knows? Anyway, so but yeah, but she like. Kiss him on the cheek, and I think that's supposed to be like the what the moment of closure, I guess. And they is it because like that because they never actually broke up. So like, I I think that was like the implied breakup moment. Okay, like where they knew they're like, all right, we're going our separate ways. I feel like a kiss had, on like, the, the cheek kind of might be like a we're good, maybe we'll talk later kind of. I don't know. I think that was like the I know the I, good, that was like the goodbye. Okay, that's that's how I take yeah. that. All right, especially based on later moments of the season. Yep. Um. Anyway, so they're they're gonna go do that thing. Um. So. Mako and Korra, they go to Air Temple Island because they're trying to uh, they're they're trying to find Amon. Mm-hmm. And the the lieutenant's there, and he's like, "Hey, you're supposed to be going to the arena." And they're like, "The arena?" Because there's going to be a rally. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's so that rally comes up a little later. Uh, but they start sneaking into Air Temple Island, trying to find some stuff, and they stumble across 
senator. Big bag. Yay. Yay. And he's there, and he doesn't look he doesn't look too well. He's he kind of had his bending taken away. He's not really happy. He's yeah. being held prisoner in Air yeah. Temple Island. I'm not sure any of us would be yeah. that happy. Mm-hmm. Why do they also why do they have like a prison in Air Temple Island? I so, felt like it was something they built though. I hope so. Because that'd be weird. Also, like what if somebody tries to attack Air Temple Island and they need then they need to hold him before the police could come? It's true, I guess. Yeah. Sure. Or maybe it's like a, a th- play thing for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right, time out. Go to the dungeon. You never like played like cops and robbers when you were a kid, and you and you made a jail cell, and then you just like locked. It's a very realistic jail cell for children. <laughs> um. So and then so they're talking to uh our Paratarlock a bit, and he's like, "Oh, by the way, something that I called." Yeah, you. Well, you called because you read it somewhere. No, no, but I read it somewhere, but I wasn't sure if I was right. Ah, okay, okay. So like, and I had a Give feeling. That That's why, like, that was like more and more thinking, like, oh, like he's an equalist too. Yeah. Yeah, but what it so it turns out that Tarlock and Amon are brothers. Zing. Bam. And by the way, Armand's not his real name. It's uh Noah Noatok. Noatok. His real name is Noatok. And they're both the uh the child of Yakon, which we figured out in yeah. previous episode. So then we get like a whole like long flashback. You get a very long flashback sequence um explaining that um the what's his name? Yeah. So that Yakon uh he escaped from jail with the help of his gang members because that's what you do when you're in a gang. You, you break out of jail. Yeah. What else do you really do? And then he like gets his look changed. He uh, go- undergoes plastic surgery and it doesn't turn out bad. So good for them, I guess. Uh, and he moves up to the Northern Water Tribe. He meets mm-hmm. a nice lady. They settle down. They have some children. They have two children. And everything is happy until they figure out they're waterbenders and then he becomes kind of tyrannical in... Uh, teaching them well, they kind of establish like he wants revenge, and yes, he, he yeah, Yakon wants revenge on the Avatar mm-hmm. because he took his bending away and he made a mockery of him, pretty much. And so he teaches his children to water bend, and then eventually tries to teach them blood bending. Yeah, and then we should probably that uh, Noah talk is actually very good. He's very. Which good. I probably should accept that Armand's actually a bender. Yeah, revealed. Yeah, reveal. Yeah, that, that he's not. Is a water bender and a blood bender, and that's how he takes people's bending through some kind of something. Yeah, I don't get that. He uses blood bending to take other people's bending. But I don't get that. Like, how does that work? Uh, I don't know. The way I interpret it is, like, people have, like, chi in their bodies, right? That's how they bend. He probably, like, uses the the blood bending to, like, turn off the chi. But isn't chi... But chi is connected to the energy, and I don't feel like energy is connected to blood. No, like, the energy, like, flows, though. So you probably, if you cut off, like, where it flows from... Uh, okay. Like kind of like the chi blockers work, but like yeah. it's, it's like permanent chi blocking using blood bending, kind of what you said in an earlier episode. That's kind of how I interpreted it. Okay, so I'm not sure. Oh, we don't really get that. it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and that's why I was like, oh, that's a good theory. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so Yakon teaches his kids to blood bend. Noah Talk is very good at it. Tyler kind of sucks at it. I mean, he can do it. He can do it. He's just not as good. He can't do the psychic part. He's also like, I kind of felt more sympathy for Senator Dick Beck because like. You know. He's got a lot of issues. He's got a lot, a lot of, of issues with his father and, and also his like Noah talk kind of. He's, I like I also kind of empathize with Noah talk. It reminds me of me, where like if somebody would mess with like my sibling, even like my parents, I'd just be like, screw you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Noah talk is very protective of his brother. Um, Tarlock is like, yo, I don't want to blood bend. That's it's bad. Like I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it because Yakon starts making them blood bend on each other, and that's messed up. That He's like, yo, up. blood bend your brother, and like Tarlock is like, yo, that feels really bad. Yeah, I'm not kind of no, no. And then, and then uh, Noah talk is like, yeah, screw you, dad. And then he blood bends his father. I thought he was like, gonna kill him. Yeah. That was going to get kind of dark. And then just like, Tarlex is going to go back alone and be like, uh, Mom, <laughs> about, about that hunting trip. Uh, so th- they're gone. Yeah. So, yeah. And so he, Noah Talk just uh, knocks him out. Yeah. He knocks him out. And then he runs away, never to be seen again. Until now. Yeah. And then they don't know if he died in the storm or whatever, but they just assume he's gone. Mm-hmm. And then, then they go home. And then everyone's sad, and then Yakon eventually dies, and then and we just, don't know what happened to the mom. And yeah, the mom is probably like sad, sad forever now. Probably, right. probably dead at this. Probably point. dead at this point. Yeah, yeah. it's very sad. And Cora's like, "That's the saddest story I ever heard." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, that's, that's very depressing. This is fucking that's terrible." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is one depressing story. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much 
That's a, that, that was like that was That's weird the episode that was the end and i'm yeah, like yeah the episode ends with just that like, the explanation of backstory so we kind of ran through oh we're going to talk about court's plan now okay wait oh no that's the next episode i thought though. they revealed that in this episode didn't they uh, like what what our idea was to like mm-hmm. oh yeah they do reveal that in this episode which is basically oh we can just expose armand as a bender yeah, and then that, that delegitimizes his entire movement. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I, no, I'm like, that's a, a fraud. I was like, good idea. That's a great plan. So instead of fighting with fists, because they know they can't win, because he's a psychic bloodbender. Yeah. Like, he's not just a bloodbender, he's a psychic blender, which means he just do with his How mind. How does he become a psychic? I guess, I don't know, maybe. It's just like, I guess you're so strong that, yeah. Like, I guess Harry Potter, with eventually, you don't even need to go like this. But this isn't Harry like, Potter. True. <laughs> <laughs> that's my thing. It's a simile, though. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so they're yeah. So the idea here is that if they can't beat him with fists, they beat him with words. By you turn your own people, you, they turn his people against him, and then he has nothing. His whole movement is just irrelevant at that mm-hmm. point. So that's the plan they have, and they're going to do this at the rally. The rally, which they heard a- about earlier. Yeah. So that's the plan mm-hmm. as we go in to the final episode end game before we do that what do you think of this episode i really liked it it was kind of weird because it just like it just kind of like flew by yeah you were you were so kind of involved in it yeah i was like really involved i think that it's over and you're like oh crap that was a whole episode yeah and like i'm like like you can kind of like more and more tell that like they really didn't have a plan to go on after the series yeah because they're like literally just like setting up everything and like trying to like set it up so that they can can, can conclude it yeah so i'm just kind of like Okay, like this is like your big setup, and now final battle. Yep. It's basically, I mean, it felt like that. It kind of felt like a setup to the end. Right. So I liked it. Yeah, yeah, I really liked um the backstory here. Uh, I think the well, how do you feel about the the twist? I guess about them being brothers. Do you think it it works? Yeah. Cool. Nice. I mean, yeah. I, I was gonna say like uh, cause like you need it. It's like so, how else are you gonna find this stuff out? Right. Unless like his father was still like alive, mm-hmm. which you could probably do. But he'd be like really old and might not really I remember. And plus like you introduced that this character already could blood bend. Yeah. So it makes sense. Right. And like it makes I mean, I kind of feel like it makes sense like with the like I like the like I'm liking this villain more now because just like I understand his like reasoning. Right. Like he always seemed the type of guy who just kinda like, I'm not gonna treat somebody different because they can't do something. Yeah. Even if you could do it, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean you treat some people different. Mm-hmm. And then just the fact that like he felt like Ben, like, I felt like if, um, if, like, his father wasn't kind of, like, a dickhole. Yeah. And, like, was, like, really abusive to them, like, while they were trying to bend. Right. He probably still would have been, like, an equalist kind of guy, but saying, like, let's all get along. Right. And, like, let's, like, outbenders and non-benders, but the fact that his father was such a dickhole. It pushed him to a point of extremism. Yeah, like, saying, like, yeah, yeah, even Not like, just, I- like, let's all get along, but, like, okay, let's, <laughs> let's push it to the absolute extremes. Yeah. Like, bending is the, it's interesting how, well, like, a character who is a bender is realize like comes to the conclusion that bending is the root of all evil yeah I think that's interesting it's mm-hmm. not just somebody who's been uh, victimized by like benders their whole life yeah it's somebody who experience who can bend and is like wait a minute this is a terrible terrible mm-hmm. thing but also it's almost kind of hypocritical at that point too because it's like i'm the only one who can who can bend so i can get rid of everything. yeah but does he really bending. like bend much like i know like i know like in the next episode he does well when whenever he takes someone's bending away he's definitely bending oh uh, that's true yeah I guess we're kind of like, I don't know. Maybe he doesn't, maybe he tried to take away his own, we don't know like if he tried to take away his own bending and couldn't. That'd be interesting. Like if he tried and just kind of like, because like that's also something I feel bad about the fact that like, oh, I do have this power, but like I don't like it. Mm-hmm. It's like a self-hating thing. Yeah. Yeah. Super interesting. So like, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. Good villain. Yeah, definitely. Good, good villain. Mm-hmm. And also like you feel bad for him, but that doesn't excuse it. No. That doesn't make you excuse it, which I like. Same there's, thing there's with Marco. Good- <laughs> I empathize. Right. But I but it doesn't excuse anything. Exactly. Awesome. Unless it's like a misunderstanding thing, which there clearly is not. Hmm. Well, that wraps up the the very depressing story of skeletons in the closet. When we return, we're gonna talk the very last episode of book one, Endgame. Stay tuned. We are back with episode 12, the final episode of book one 
End game. Let's get started. Woo! All right, so we are back. We were already, we were on like Mako and Korra's stuff. We we're doing mm-hmm. that for a while in the last episode. We're going to go back here to Bola and Asami and Iroh. Uh, they are on Naga, and they are going towards the Equalist Air Base yep. in the mountains yep. somewhere. Um, and so Asami, she's ready to take down her dad, and everyone else just ready. They're just gonna they're gonna bump some heads. Yeah. Um, although, except they're like they're like walking and they're like, wow, this is like really easy. Like, hey, why do they have fence posts and not and fences? Like, and they just walk right into I'm it. I'm like, guys, guys, like let's like throw a rock at it or something. Come on, let's go. <laughs> like seriously, just, I would have been just like throw like throw I love like here's like I love the like I'll say it's like near the end. We're near the end of the season. Like I love these characters, but they're kind of idiots. <laughs> It's true. These these characters have a lot of in, intellectual growing to do. I mean, like I, I think feel. I know, like probably for the most of them, this is the first time. Well, I would say it's the first time in Battlefield, but like Iroh's like done this. I uh, yeah, he's he's a smart guy. He's, he's Iroh's just done this. Yeah, he's, he's a general. Like, he he knows better than this. I I expect more from you, Iroh. Iroh too. Iroh too. I expect. More I assume Iroh is either. But I assume Iroh one is very old. Maybe. I'm pretty sure he's dead. <laughs> I don't know. Oh no! Like if your son's like thirty, like he gets the I don't know when he had. Wait, say Iro one. Yeah, like the original Iro, the old guy. Oh, oh maybe I'm thinking. Oh, I thought I thought it was, no no no. Um, what are you thinking? Are you thinking of Zuko? No, because I guess I assume that I called him Iro too. Not really thinking about the original Iro. I kind of like thought how old he was. I kind of thought like maybe Zuko named his son Iro. <laughs> And then it's just like, you know, Iro. Oh. that's what I was kind of thinking. So that would make him the third Iroh, though. Okay, so Iroh 3? No, I'm pretty sure he, it's just Iroh 2. Okay. All right. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of thought that, that would be nice for Zuko to do. No, because I'm pretty sure um, uh, Iroh 2 is Zuko's daughter's kid. So uh, Okay. So they... Unless <laughs> Iroina <laughs> or something like that. They can do that. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so so they they walk right into an electric fence. Good for them. So we're we're gonna jump back to some other people right now. We're gonna go back to uh Mako. You might Koro. be smarter. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> so they they are at the rally. Um, and then Amon comes on stage and he starts giving a speech and he's talking about his past, which isn't true. He's like, he saying, when I was a kid, my whole family was killed by firebenders. Which again, that happens with everyone. Which again, that doesn't mean all benders are bad. It just means firebenders are bad. <laughs> Hashtag most firebenders. It's been 70 years since the war. Can we just like... <laughs> These poor guys. Like, I'm pretty sure the only thing Earthbenders ever did that were bad was, like, everything in Ba Sing Se. <laughs> ba Sing Se, is that the name of it? Yeah, Ba okay. Sing Se. Okay. Um, <laughs> I remember that place. Yeah, that place. What a, what a, there is no war in Ba Sing Se. Anyway, <laughs> so, uh, and then, so as he's recounting his tale, Korra's like, yo! No! That's a lie! Wait, okay, okay. You lie. Yeah. And then he's like, you you are, you're your Cone's kid and you're Tarlock's brother. And everybody's like, what? What? What are you talking about? And like the lieutenant's like, what is this nonsense? Um, I had such a problem with this, this whole thing. <laughs> I hate, I'm, a, I'm so mad. And then Amon is like, that's not true. Here, let me show you. And he takes off his mask and he has like, he's like all kind of beat up and scarred yeah. um, under it. Um, so what do you have a problem with exactly? Like, okay. I prefer it if you are a person and you want to take somebody down, you have like a full plan, which includes not just saying that this person is lying, but having like a way to prove it. Uh. Like literally like he, she just says all the stuff and then I'm just kind of like, no, she's lying because mm-hmm. she's a bender. And I'm like, yeah, like, why don't you like bring some water mm-hmm. or like maybe like try to fight him like in the arena and make sure you don't hit anybody mm-hmm. so that like he'll be forced to fight. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, this is why, like, I, like again, like, these they're kind of idiots. <laughs> I know it's, they're like, I know it's for core. It's like your first time, like, doing this kind of thing. But, like, honey, like, you need to learn that if you want to accuse somebody of something, you need evidence. I mean, technically, you can accuse somebody and not have evidence, and, like, somebody will still be upset about it. But, like, usually, like, most smart people will want evidence to this accusation. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Go. So, um, yeah. So Amon's like, yo, you're silly. Like you're just making all this stuff up. Like mm-hmm. blah blah blah. And he's and um, there. And Mako's like, yeah, we should probably get out of here before we get captured. Mm-hmm. And then Amon's like, yo, wait, I got a surprise for you. And then up from the ground comes Tenzin and his family. I'm like, no. So so it turns out they actually did get captured. Well, because, like, they were really close to them, and I know, like... Yeah, well, and, and they had two ships after them, and Beifang only took down one. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, so it turns out they finally got captured, um, and all the airbenders are up on stage, ready to get their bending taken away from them. Which, but, 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 but what about the baby? The baby could be an airbender. You never know. Yeah, except the, yeah, the uh, Pema and the baby are are not on stage. They're they're which at least like he's polite station. enough to like not hurt a baby. Yeah, he's gonna hurt some children. <laughs> he's gonna hurt a five year old, but not like a baby. Yeah, a one day old. I'm just baby. like somebody save the babies. And so then we 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 flash back. We we jump back to our our good pal, uh, Bolin, Asami, and Iroh. Yeah, and they're they're in prison because yeah. they got electrocuted. Yeah, they didn't understand what an electric fence was. Yep. Well, technically, electric fences have a wire. Yeah, but like, just throw a rock at it. Just, yeah, I know. Just throw a rock at it. Um, and so Hiroshi Sato is there, and he comes up, and he's like, "Yo, Asami, sorry about that. I know, you know, I know, I did some wrong stuff. Uh, but like, do you still want to be like a family?" And then Asami's like, "Yo." dad like nah you're doing all the wrong stuff here like yeah yeah like yeah mom went like this and the hiroshi's like eh, okay and it just goes away and um so they're kind of in the cell there and then um uh, they're trying to figure out a way out yeah they're trying to find a way out and then i was like hey you're not don't have to be a metal bender no idea do you? and bolin's like nah but we don't have a mental bender, but we have a polar bear we dog. We have Naga, the polar bear dog, who comes to the rescue and just beats the crap out of the thing. Like you and do. they break free. Jailbreak. Yay. Nice. And then... So they break free, and so they start running, and Ira goes to, to jump on a plane, and they go take down the bioplanes, yep. while uh, Asami sees a mecha tank and is like, ooh, we're going to have some fun with this. We're going to have some fun. We are going to have some fun. So she yeah. gets in a tank and just starts, starts having fun. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Bolin is on Naga and ready to beat some people up. He's doing some earth bending to like stop the track. They're like to mess up the track mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're trying to just stop all these planes from going. Mm-hmm. Then we're going back to uh, Korra here, and Amon is like, "Yo, I'm gonna get rid of all the airbenders in the world. Cool, mm-hmm. except maybe a baby. But like, we're not gonna talk about that. Nope. And um, and Korra and Mag are like, "Screw you." And then yeah. And so they start, like, a fight kind of breaks out. Yeah. They uh, manage to break the airbenders free. Mm-hmm. And so they, so, and then according to Milo, we like to call this a prison break. Yay. And so they go to find the Pema and the baby. Um, and Korra and Mako go to fight Armand. They go to fight Amon. And he's doing a blood bend, like he's, well, they hide. Yeah, so yeah. they're they're hiding from Amon, and then he gets and he does the blood bending, and I'm he like, blood oh, bends her. Look. Yeah, he like like you think that she hid from him, but nope, he just blood bends her right on out there, and it's creepy and it's ugly, and nobody likes blood bending. Nobody likes blood bending. Nobody, it's ah. And then the big thing. Yeah, we didn't get to the big thing yet. Wait, I thought we were close to the big thing. Ah, yes. Okay, so yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, so then the big thing happens, mm-hmm. and. Korra gets her bending taken away by Amon. Oh, I didn't no. think it was going to happen. But it happened. She didn't break free. Yeah, I didn't actually think that was, I didn't think that was going to happen. Yeah. So that was a twist. I mean, like, I... That was it, unexpected. I mean, like, I know there's more seasons, and I'm like, they can't take away the... I'm like, she's going to get her powers back. Yeah. Yeah, you're thinking, wait a minute. If there's if there's more to the show, she can't just... She can't just have it taken away like that. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, but before I get to see... Any of the results of that, we are jumping back to Iroh, and he's uh, taking down all these planes, and he's being a badass. Yep. And he's being really cool. Um, and then <laughs> I think it's really funny how, like, you, they make sure to show you that every single pilot has a parachute. Yeah, so, like, it's like don't worry, they're not dead. It's like it's like Nickelodeon was like, listen, you, you can have all this other crap in here, but make sure everyone has parachutes. This is safety first. Like, nobody can die. Which is, fu- yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> so, so, like, they have this impression that, like, nobody can die. Everyone has to have a parachute. Like, everyone you see falling out of the sky needs that parachute, unless you're a firebender, because then you can just make a weird jetpack. Well, yourself. they're not, because they're equalists, so. Yeah, so exactly. So everyone has has a parachute. Mm-hmm. And so at the end of the whole fight scene, uh, Iris, um crashes a plane into the mask that's on Aang's statue, and it falls off. And then I was like, thanks for always looking out for me, Aang. Especially because you have Dante Bosco saying it, so Yay. it's like right in there. And so we're back at the airbase now. Um, Bolin is ripping up all the airstrips. And then there's like a mega fight. And then Asami, yeah, and then there are a bunch of mechs are trying to fight him. And Naga's pretty much saving Bolin's butt like 90% of the time. Bolin's doing stuff, Bolin's, let's say that. Bolin's doing stuff. He can earthbend. Bolin can earthbend. I think he needs to step up his game a little bit, though. He's got to, he's got to, 
Well, I mean, he's comic relief. Yeah. But he can still fight, though. Yeah, he can. Sokka had a sword made from space. Like, let's... Just saying. Didn't he not get the sword till the last season, though? Yeah, it's true. So you you got time here, Bowen. Yeah. You got time. Um, And so Asami's in a mecha tank, and then she gets into a fight with her dad, who's also in a mecha tank. They get a nice mech fight. You know, just like... Mech fight. Just like your standard uh, father-daughter bonding. Oh, I thought you were going to say standard father-daughter mech fight, but okay. <laughs> well, it also is, yeah. It's your standard father-daughter mech fight. They're, they're fighting. Mm-hmm. And they're they're uh, they're talking. They're having words. And, and then, like, Bolin comes in and just kind of like, you're a horrible father. Mr. Sato, you are a horrible father. Which is, like, at that point, I was kind of like, you know, I could see Asami and Bolin being a thing. Like it's a little cute, actually. It's cute. Not like a lo- not like a long term, like falling in love no. kind of thing. Maybe like a like a season, like a half like a, a like season. half a season, cute thing, and then they realize like a, they're hey, a like, different. Like a time you can be like, hey, like I've been having a lot of issues. My dad's a dick. My boyfriend's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> and this this kid's being nice to me. You know, he's a sweet guy. I don't see why not. Like, I, I, it could be pretty harmless. Bolin's, like, maybe not, like, super good enough for Asami, but, like, he's, like, he's really close to being... He's a sweetheart. He would treat her with respect. He would treat her Unlike far his better brother. than Mako would. Let's be honest here. Yes. Uh, but so, anyway, so Asami kicks the crap out of her father afterwards. I mean, she needed a little help from Bolin there, but she goes, yeah, you're a dear, terrible father, and that ends that fight. So she she got back at her dad. She did. She beat her dad. She That's did. really what she wanted to do. So yes. good... Good for her. Mm-hmm. So with that being over, we can finally go back to Korra and see what the heck happened. She lost her bending, man. What's that? And so Aman is like, yeah, I took away your bending, man. Mm-hmm. Um, before anything else can happen, the lieutenant runs in, the guy, the sparky stick guy. Yeah. And he's like, I dedicated my life to you and you were lying to me the whole time. And then Aman just like throws him into a wall. So, so he's dead? I don't know. He might be dead. I don't think so. I, don't I think, think that the fact, dead, the fact that like, Armand says as good as dead. But the, the fact that like Armand said the line like you served me really well. Yeah, it sounded like he was gonna kill him. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then more running. Uh, well, like Mako's like help core up, which like yeah, Mako manages to uh, right before Armand take away. Mako gets to fight him a little bit. He kind of manages to like electrocute him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, he almost gets his bending taken away. And then Except Cora comes in with a punch of air bending. Hey, so she figured out how to air bend. So she lost three out of the four elements, but she gained one. So really, there you how go. big of a loss was it? Well, uh, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's kind of a loss. It's kind of a loss, but she, but she knows air bending now, even though she didn't really. Kind of like what? I don't. I'm kind of wondering how that worked. though. was like, probably because like she didn't realize it. Like, like the, all that she was coming up, but I guess because, like, she couldn't airbend yet that mm-hmm. she wasn't there, and yeah. now it is, so it's kind of like, all right. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Some kind of Avatar thing. Who knows? Avatar stuff makes no sense. It doesn't. <laughs> let's, let's be real here. Um, so airbending. So airbending. And so, yeah, so Korra keeps starts punching all the air stuff, and then Amon's trying to bloodbend her, and she's like, nah-uh. Nah-uh. No. She tries to resist his bloodbending, and then she... Pushes him out the window. She airbends him out the window, and he goes flying into the water. water. And so, what happens mm-hmm. when he goes into the water? You see, kind of something, something going on. Yeah, apparently, it's like the scar was makeup. The scar was not a real scar. It, it was makeup. Which, like, I mean, like, Armand, if you're gonna go like full out, just like burn. I thought he actually burned his face. Yeah. Which, like, that would have been badass. Saying like, no, I'm gonna like stick to the story. Yeah, that would have burned my face. And he's like, no, but my face. Nope, but. But kind of in a last minute thing, he's like in the water, and so he water bends himself out. That's it, the thing. But and all of his followers are there, and they're like, "Oh shit!" The one guy's like, "The scam." He's like, "Oh!" And then he like shows, and you can see his like full face. Yeah, kind of a nice face. I'll be honest there, it's nice. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, he didn't really need the mask except for he didn't really need the mask. It's a good, it's a good face. I always want, you know what I'm kind of wondering? What? Did he like always wear that makeup in case? I was thinking the same thing too. Like, does he, does he like wake up every morning and like put that makeup on or only when he knows he's going to take off the mask? Yeah. Cause like, what, like I'm not going to, like, I don't wear makeup. Like, if I know I'm not going out for the day, even, or like if I, if I wear a mask constantly, if I know I'm not going to take off the mask, I'm not going to wear it. I'm not going to put on makeup. He must be like a makeup expert too. Yeah. It's not easy to make it look like you're I feel tired. like there's been like points where like he needed to do it. I feel like he probably learned. Probably like sitting in front of its mirror, like oh man, <laughs> yeah, because it kind of looked like with the way like kind of like Zuko's scar was, except like not as bad, except like a whole face. Yeah, yeah. 
So Amon is like, well, oh, crap, everyone knows I'm a sham. And so he just waterbends the heck out of there. Yep. He like speedy, just speeds right yeah, which out. Yeah, I, I thought like, oh, he's going to live now. And I'm kind of like, that's weird. Like usually, unless you like are going to use that villain again, right. you're not going to let them live. Right, exactly. Unless so, like, unless you're just going to put them in jail. Like yeah, gonna let them or just get like away. let him like just chill in a cell, which mm-hmm. isn't that exciting. Anyway, so um, Amon goes back to Air Temple Island and he finds Tarlac. He's like, yo, bro, sorry. <laughs> sorry about all that crap. What you want to get out of here and we can just we just run away and just do our own thing. I didn't be- cool? I honestly didn't believe that for a second. I yeah. thought he was going to just try something else. Yeah. Because so- technically he could have just like come back as like another guy who wants to be equal. Yeah. I, yeah. So I don't really know. He's like. He's like, and Tarlac's like, yeah, we have a pretty messed up family, and this is kind of bound to happen. Like, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, and so they leave. They escape. They're doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we flash back to Team Avatar. Um, they're, where are they now? This is when they're on the dock, and they're just talking and stuff. Yeah. And they're like, they're like, oh, sorry, Corey, you got your bend and take away. And Bolin's like, yeah, at least you can air bend now. And everyone's like, Bolin, stop. That's not. Not the right time. It's too soon, man. Uh, the best part of that scene really is getting to see Boomy pass by, and we see that he's kind of crazy. Yeah, love Boomy. Is he crazy or is he just kind of like eccentric? He's just very eccentric. Okay, but he's cool. Also, like at least like somebody tells like one of the brothers, like, "Hey, now's not the best time to do this." Yeah. So that's a, like nice lighthearted part, and then we get followed by the next scene, which is not lighthearted no. in the slightest. No. Um. So it seems that Noah talk, formerly known as Amon and Tarlock are in a speedboat. They're, mm-hmm. they're going their own way. Mm-hmm. And they're like, man, and like, Noah Talk is like, yeah, he's like, oh man, like, I remember, like, remember all the good times and stuff. And Tarlock's like, yeah, bro, whatever. And then he like, takes out Nicholas Glove and you're like, I think originally you think that, I thought, oh, he's gonna like, take his brother out and yeah, just yeah. like, do his own thing with the boat or yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's honestly what I thought. That, yeah. That doesn't happen. That is not what happens. What he does, he unscrews the gas cap yep. from the speedboat. Yep. And he electrocutes that part. And then the boat, and then it goes. And then he literally <laughs> explodes. So. So they're dead. Even though we couldn't show people falling out of planes without parachutes, we mm-hmm. can show a murder-suicide. Yeah, but they didn't show any blood. It was just kind of like, you just saw the explosion. Well, you can't see blood if people are being thrown at. You can see body parts. That's true. But still. But, but. You can see somebody screaming, Murder-suicide. Murder suicide. I feel like this is a children's I wonder, show. I wonder if there was like a, a children's deal show. saying like, because I feel I wonder if the deal like the people in the planes like actually did die. So I wonder if the deal was like, all right, we'll get we'll give you your murder suicide, but these people need parachutes. <laughs> I wonder if that was the deal because like they were, were like, like fine and like signing off on stuff. And I'm like cool. Oh my god, but uh, I like that though because that's uh, kind of like that's kind of like that's a definite conclusion yes. to that storyline. I. I remember watching that the first time being so incredibly blown away by that because I wasn't expecting it. Because you don't expect, I don't know, you're just watching a show that's like supposedly a kid's show. I know it's a little older than a kid's show, really. But like murder-suicide, man. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting murder-suicide. But I thought it's so well done. Mm-hmm. That scene is really well done because it's such a it's a, such a tragic end to a really tragic story. Yeah. Um, but I felt like it's a conclusion that kind of had to happen. Exactly. No, it, it made sense. Mm-hmm. It made, like, it had to go there because you couldn't end a story like that happily with, like, so much, like, just, it's terrible thing after terrible thing after terrible thing. And with both of these people who really just, they're terrible people. Yeah. They're put in terrible situations, but they're not good people. And the only way to properly put an end to that was that ending specifically. Yeah. They were terrible people, but they were kind of like, you know, complex, terrible people. Yeah, exactly. Which I appreciate. They were victims in their own right, but they were also uh, perpetrators in their Mm -hmm. own right as well. So, and the best way to end that was kind of, I mean, it's weird to say like death was the best way to end it, but having that kind of ending brought about, but also on their own terms. Yeah. So that was super interesting. Um, Do you think, interesting, do you think uh, Noah Talk knew that Tarlac was going to blow him up? No. Really? I don't think so. Really? I kind of, I think it kind of just, I don't know, maybe kind of feels like, a, oh, like, I'm just gonna, like, I I feel like, I feel like Noah Talk's probably the type of person he feels like, if I admit that I'm wrong, then, like, and probably the way that, like, Tar, like, was kind of acting, it kind of mm-hmm. just felt like, oh, it's kind of just, like, we're, we're good now, like, we can start anew, and he's, like, willing, like, and he probably, like, is the one person to understand him, mm-hmm. so I feel like he was probably mm-hmm. sympathetic. Yeah. Well, not sympathetic, but like under, like was kind of like, oh, we're good. Well, I thought it was interesting because I think it's really easy to make the case that he didn't know that they were going to blow up. But like there's a moment where he's like looking onward and then he sheds kind of like a tear. 
Oh, I didn't notice that. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's have like a little screenshot. But you could also okay. But he's like, yeah, right before he does it, like he's like looking onward, and he looks like he kind of has like a look on his face, and then he's like he just sheds a tear, and then bam, that's when it happens. But you could also argue that that tear is probably from like I'm so happy I got my brother back here. Yeah, yeah. So that's that. Mm-hmm. That is the ending to our antagonists of this season. Yep. Uh, a very definitive end. Yep. Um. So then we kind of leave Republic City for a while, and we're going back to the Southern Water Tribe. Yep. Uh, where Cora is trying to get her bending back from uh, Katara, who's the best healer in the world, and she's going to be like, all right, she's going to take a crack at this. And everyone is there. Everyone of note is there. Yeah. Kind of waiting to see what's going to happen. Uh, but it turns out Katara cannot restore her bending. What that's sad. I figured I didn't. I kind of wasn't expecting her to. No, because like I don't think Katara's ever dealt with that. Yeah, she never really had to give anyone's bending back to them before. Yeah, so that kind of sucks. It's not really her wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Like she asked the hubby for that one. I know, and then you know, Cora's sad. Cora's very sad. It's very she's sad. Like, I, she's like, I'm not the Avatar anymore. And like, man, I'm done with this. And she like leaves. She's really sad. Mako's like, oh, Cora, wait. And I'm like, oh, wait, I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. And, like, and she's like, mm, go away. Go back to Republic City. And he's like, but I love you. And I'm like, oh, man, did I care? <laughs> I care so much. Oh, how much I care. And and we're like, wow, what a, what a compelling story. And then she, like, runs off. And then she goes, she kind of goes, has a breakdown outside. Yeah. Cliff. He's just chilling. And then in the background, you see some guy in Airbender Negra. I'd be like, oh, I wonder who that could be. I knew who that was. And she's I like, wasn't surprised. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, not now, Tenzin. And then you hear, but you called me here. And you're like, Aang! Aang! It's Aang! He's a spirit dude. He's back. Yeah. And she's like, oh, how did that happen? And she's like, you're... We connected with your spirit you're side. with your spirit side by crying. <laughs> oh, yeah, but then she basically... And then he basically kind of had the... The conclusion that was kind of like, what was it like? When you're at your lowest point, you're open to your greatest change. Yeah. And so it's that's just true. I'm, I'll give him that. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, it's done really fast. That's the part about it. Like, I can buy it. Hey, remember in the really finale fast. when the energy bending came by really fast? <laughs> true. <laughs> true. That's a very good point. Um, so Aang restores Korra's bending, and then she finally gets to go into the Avatar state and bends all yeah. the four elements. It was fairly Deus Ex Machina, but I'm kind of like... It was pretty... It was kind of Deus Ex Machina. Yeah. Um, but, like, it's supposed to be... This was originally going to be the end of the series. Yeah. So they kind of need to wrap everything up real quick yeah yeah so and then it turns out mako was there watching the whole thing and then she's like i love you too and then they kiss and i'm like i care and that's it and i that's care it. oh no no well that's not it it because the thing i did care about oh yeah yeah and then uh finally cora goes back and turns out she can give people bending but like she can which kind of makes bending. sense if you think about it because it's like energy bending so like you can take somebody's power away, but then you can also give it back give it back yeah i, I approve so, of that lynn gets her bending back which really is the only thing that matters I'm kind of worried about the other people. Like, like, what about like her, like her, like her crew? Like, they should get their bending back, probably. And like, the pe- the innocent people. Yeah, the innocent people, but but mostly Lynn, though. Mostly Lynn, yeah. Mostly Lynn, but still, that was like top of my priority list right there. But yeah, those other people should probably get their bending back. I hope Cora gets a chance to to do that when she gets an opportunity to. We'll see. Okay. And then that was that's, yeah, that's pretty much that. Yes, yeah. we that's the end of book one. Mm-hmm. Um, so what were your thoughts on this oh, episode? First? I really, I really like there was a solid conclusion. Everything got resolved. You could tell, like I, I mean, I keep saying it's like this is like kind of like oh yeah, you could tell they had no more plan. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like we're gonna conclude everything, and I'm like cool. And then I liked um, the spirit part thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the romance exists. It's there. It's there. It's certainly there. I still feel, I'm like, can somebody like talk to Asami and be like, hey. Hey, girl. I don't know if Cora should apologize for, I mean. Cora she didn't ki- really do anything. She I kissed mean, him. She kissed him. But like that was, but she didn't, that, that was pretty much it. Yeah. But, like, Ma- but Ma- also she didn't, probably shouldn't have kissed him in the first place. But also Mako was kind of an asshole. Oh, it, so God. Like, such a, like, like, hey, like maybe I should like some, I want, I would love it. I mean, not really Asami because I don't know if that's going to really affect him. I love it if like maybe like Bolin because that's like his brother mm-hmm. would just like go up to him and be like, dude, you're an asshole. <laughs> like you're just stringing these girls. Bolin needs to step up and call, call Mako out. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, I really liked it. I'm, I'm happy the babies are safe. Yeah. Everybody's got their bending. Who matters? Yeah. True. Everybody's all good. It's a solid conclusion. Solid conclusion. Awesome. So what yeah. you think of, uh, book one of legend of Korra overall i really liked it um 
you could I think you, like you could definitely tell that like this is all they really had planned. Mm-hmm. But then you could also tell like I felt it kind of felt like a first season a bit where it was mm-hmm. kind of like they knew what they were doing. Like they they were trying to figure out what they were doing as they were going along. Right. Because, like, they had this romance, and then they kind of, like, well, maybe we don't really like this, but then we got to finish it off. Yeah. And then there's, like, the the sports thing, which they, which did end fairly well. Yeah. And it led into other stuff. Right. So, like, it kind of felt like that. Cool. But, so, yeah, I mean, it was solid. And, you know, season two, which I don't know what happens in season two, but from what people have said, it's not very good. <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, a couple more questions. So how did you feel like the length of this season went? Like, it's a 12 episodes. Do you think 12 episodes was a good amount? Should have been longer? Should have been shorter? I mean, if they were going for, like, a mini series kind of thing, yeah. 12 episodes is fine. Right. But, like, I guess because they threw in a lot of plot points, mm-hmm. I felt like either it should have been 22 episodes and just, like, say we're only going to do one season or they could have done like twelve episodes and maybe have each episode be like forty five minutes. Right. Yeah. So like that's the kind of thing. Yeah, I agree. If they would have like decreased, probably if they would have actually just like cut out the romance. Mm-hmm. They could have cut the bending thing because I feel like that worked. Just like, I admit, you know, just cut out the romance. So they could just cut out the romance and would have been fine. Yeah, we, we would have been fine with it. I would or like, or like, cut back on it a, a lot. Or no, you know, because like, it ended in like episode like five or something. Yeah, like have it like build up there, and then at that point, like everybody just like spill their guts about their romantic feelings. Yeah. And everybody else, like, respond to them, and then that's it. Yeah. And then it's like, all right, now we're good. Now we're good. Now we can now we can get back to the important stuff. Um, yeah, I agree. I For me, it's interesting because this is a, it's supposed to be a miniseries. Um, so I understand how it's supposed to be kept really um, short. But there's mm-hmm. so much I wanted to see, I think. Um, I really like Republic City. I love the setup of it. It's inter- It differs from Avatar yeah. in the sense that Avatar is very much we're traveling all around the world mm-hmm. because we're trying to do things. And this was very much we're in one location. Um, I thought there was a lot left to be explored in Republic City. There's a lot I wanted to see. Um, I brought this up in an earlier episode. I loved it how in episode eight when they're just like going around the city like fighting crime and stuff yeah. I wish that was in more episodes um, if they had more episodes I think if this was a 22 episode season they could have used some of that to um, showcase the city more um, that really would have allowed also for additionally like more character exploration yeah. I thought this was this show in comparison to Avatar I think is very like plot heavy it's very like we're very, they're very foc- very much focusing on plot which kind of doesn't bother me with like yeah. a mini series because you have to be plot heavy right. because you only have because you only have room for plot yeah. Um, but like with Avatar, they had a lot of room for filler. So through filler, you can always explore different characters mm-hmm. and their motivations and stuff. And so that's what I think I kind of missed um, in the first season of this series is more room to just explore characters and kind of get a feel for them. Um, so if this season was longer, I, that's something I would have liked to see. Yeah. I would just like to see more of Republic City and more chances to kind of play around with character. Yeah, I so agree. those are two things I really like in a show. Yeah. So do you have any thoughts about how this compares with Avatar Last Airbender for you? Uh, hmm. I kind of feel like I enjoyed Last Airbender, the, the Avatar Last Airbender more. Mm-hmm. But then I remember like thinking, I don't know what's going to happen with this show. Cause like, I remember like, I really, like I enjoyed the first season of mm-hmm. Avatar Last Airbender, but like, I didn't like love it. It didn't like grab me. It wasn't until like season two yeah. when it grabbed me. And I was like, cause like, I remember with watching the first season, I could like watch like a few episodes and then just like maybe not watch it for a few days. Right. And then like go back and watch it. But then once I got to season two, I like couldn't stop. I yeah. need to keep going. Right. Cause I'm like, oh my God, what's going to happen next? And, like that kind of thing. Yeah. But, and like, it's kind of like that, except like I'm not really like sure. Like I enjoyed it. And like, I, I like all the characters. Like I said, I feel like if they either, I feel like if they did 22 episodes, I probably could would have got more into it. Right. I yeah. mean, I like it, and like I'm, yeah. I, I'm, I'm trying really. I try hard not to judge a show from its first season. Right. Oh. Even though it's like a mini series kind of thing. Right. Like at the mini series, I think it like works. Kind of. I, I don't know, because like I felt like they weren't sure if it was like a mini series or like an actual first season. Mm-hmm. I kind of felt like maybe they should have decided what they were doing and then flow like one of those ways because a mini series right. and a first season are completely different yeah well i think the with the people making this show they only have so much control over like the people actually who are actually writing That's it true. it's the network who eventually decides yeah we want more of it yeah so that they're kind of they kind of have to do it both ways at the same time because they never know if because a lot of the time they want to make more but they don't know if they're ever going to get picked up for more seasons yeah so that's kind of how that know, goes how the network is um so but speaking of which we do have three seasons left so what are some things you really want to explore in those next three seasons like i don't know because like it just concluded yeah i don't feel like what i don't know what else like i feel i wouldn't be minded if it's just a thing where it's kind of like 
oh, like we finished this story. Here's like just new characters, and here's a new villain who has like a new thing. Yeah, going on. We have to fight him too, or her too, whatever. Like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm worried there's gonna be more romance. Although, like I'll say this, I guess I didn't like the romance. If they can flesh it out, right? And like if they even if they said they're gonna focus on like romance stuff, and they can flesh it out better, and realize like yeah, we kind of screwed up. Let's like kind of reevaluate everything mm-hmm. and like figure out how we can solve all the problems and even like make it better. Mm-hmm. I'm good. I'm right. really good. Like I like like I said, I like romance. If you can solve your problems of like maybe somebody. Pointing out that Mako's a dick. <laughs> yeah. And, like, he can realize that he's a dick and have a character arc where he becomes less of a dick or not right. a dick at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe, like, Bolin and Asami have a thing. Uh, I don't know. I don't really care about Koro and Mako. They can, again, like, I like. there's sometimes, like, with setup, like, with anything in a show, mm-hmm. I might not like the setup. Right. Or I might not like that they went this way, but you can, like, if you do it well enough, I'm like, all right, I'm cool with this. Right. That's exactly. happened in so many shows that I've watched. Mm-hmm. They just, like, set up something, and I'm like, oh, really? Mm-hmm. But then it works. Right. Right. So, you know, who knows? I yeah. know from what, like, like I know, like, from what you told, like, you didn't tell me anything about the plot, but you've just told me, like, season two, it just, it, it's not. <laughs> season two is normally regarded as the worst season of the series. It doesn't mean it's, like, horrible, uh, but just in comparison to others, I. Yeah, I, I'm usually pretty open about that. Which I, I kind of what most, I feel bad about that because it kind of felt like, oh, we finished this like mini series, and then Nickelodeon's like, we want more, and they're like, shit. That, that's kind of how, yeah, that's kind of how the season goes. All right, just wing um, something, go. Yeah, yeah, just but and then three and four, they had a lot more time to plan those out. Yeah, and so you can really tell when you watch it. Um, but yeah, that's all I'm going to say about those future seasons because there's so much we have left to explore and there's so much left to see. Yes, because unlike Firefly, this isn't it. Exactly. So exciting. All right. Well, that sounds like we're going to wrap up this episode of First Reaction Fan Reaction. Join us next time as we're going to look at book two of The Legend of Korra, which is titled Spirits. Okay. That's going to be very exciting. All right. (laughs) So if you want to uh, give us a like, comment, and subscribe, we'd love to hear from you. Um, Or you can follow us on Twitter at WittyClothes. Like us on Facebook at WittyClothesProductions. Or if you want to shoot us an email, go ahead and shoot us an email at uh, WittyClothes at gmail.com. All right. This concludes this episode of First Reaction, Fan Reaction. I am Kaylin Clothier, and this is my co-host. Dara Whitman. All right. Peace. Peace.